Hey, this is Brian. And Ariana. And we are Stoked, Stoked to, to Be, be the, the Stokes. Stokes. Please be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Stoked to Be the Stokes. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel also at Stoked to Be the Stokes. Now, enjoy, enjoy the, the episode. episode. Stoked to Be the Stokes with Brian and Ariana. It's about to get real, you better believe me. Just got married trying to make it through life. See, with perfect honesty and respect, we'll get through anything. Hey everybody. Hey y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoke to be the Stokes with Brian Lamar Stokes. And Ariana Stokes. <laughs> we, we really acting like we ain't been gone for <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you serious right now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we just gonna pick back up. Okay. Hey y'all, we miss y'all. We did. We did. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Well, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Um, we are just let's just jump in. It doesn't even need like a big whatever. We're going to be doing a four part series. Yes. Uh, on therapy and the family. Got it. Okay. So this is part one. Okay. So this is going to be more like story time, y'all. And take from it what you mean. What, what people say: take the bones and take the meat and leave the bones. Story time. Clearly, yes. you've been on TikTok. A lot. What did I say about story time? <laughs> I don't know. Story time. Story time. Okay, so back in 2019, right? We were still in California. For those of you who don't know, we have since relocated to we, the East Coast. To the East Coast. Um, and yeah. had a second baby. And had a second baby. So, updates. Those are the updates. Um, but back in 2019, we found ourselves in a place where we needed to resume therapy. And I say resume because we had started therapy initially. What was it, 2017? Sure. No, it couldn't have been. It was after we were married. 18? Okay, 2018. Mm -hmm. We got married in 2018. And we started, you started therapy that same year. Right. Um, and occasionally I would I'm gonna pop I'm going to let you in. take your baby before okay. she start crying. Okay. So initially we were in, or Brian was in therapy because he was dealing with anxiety, depression, and it came up because he was in a very toxic work environment at that time and started having these crazy symptoms that were mimicking like heart issues or something right, like that. Right. Um, long story short, ended up in the ER, black male doctor who was awesome, started asking questions to screen for symptoms of anxiety and uh, basically we just followed their protocol that resulted in us being partnered with a psych mental health nurse practitioner and their depression clinic right which involved right. therapy that's how we got to the therapist right um yeah i think that's right is that how i got to the first therapist though that's yeah. what I'm, I'm not remembering okay i think it was a part of the the plan okay yeah so we had one that was dealing more with like the physiological symptoms medication regimen and all that and then the second part was like weekly therapy and we got to choose the therapist which we okay. did not even know what we were choosing from, but okay, we somehow gotcha. I don't even yes. know how you picked that guy, but mm, they just gave they called me and then they had a list of like questions like um like I guess they go through different traumas that you could have gone through and they ask you to say like yes or no. Oh yeah, that and was And they scary. ask if you want uh, <laughs> okay. to be medicated or not like if that's a possibility because then you might not go to the psychologist you might be going to the psychiatrist if that's like something that um you needed but it was really just like a list of questions and then they would set up you know who would like who would best 
who you best who they thought you would best connect with but they also told you that you didn't have to stick with this person this is just to start you know like to try out mm -hmm. and like if you like them you can stay with them and if you do not like you can like switch you don't yeah. have to like stick uh, to it. Yeah, I think they said some people switch two, three times before they find a person who they like. So mm -hmm. that kind of allowed us to be like, okay, well, we're not married to this person. If we don't like them, we'll just trade them in and they'll we'll probably never have to see them again. So it wouldn't be anything. Sorry. You want a nurse? It wouldn't be anything like uncomfortable. I remember even this is kind of a different series. <laughs> you can cut this out if you want. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, when I was looking at like what I had outlined for, which we were kind of talking about that experience with the, the, the anxiety and the depression, like being diagnosed, and then what it looked like with developing like the treatment plan uh -huh. for that. That was kind of like another more thorough kind of I guess explanation but I, I'm like should we go deeper on that right now or <laughs> I think it's funny because they're gonna hear this suckle and be like wow she really just <laughs> oh <laughs> uh I don't even remember you know what's crazy is that you you get diagnosed and they're like okay you're like clinically depressed and like they tell you that and you're like okay what the heck does that mean you know i'm one in and then you know they say that you have anxiety and then they tell you oh but it's normal multiple people have it you know it's just the stress of life you know but like they give you all of this and then they start then everything after that is like a m -m 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 it's a mumble uh -huh. because like i don't even remember what happened exactly after that and then in going through therapy and the hospital and the stress test and all of that it's like a trauma in itself that like you kind of just like forget about oh. they say like you know um like like when you're in like a depression sometimes people ask you questions about like a certain time or month and like you don't know oh, and yeah. i find that to be so it, it's true like you forget a lot it your uh, it, oh my gosh it affects your memory like 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 tremendously i remember uh, pretty clearly go ahead I remember, okay, maybe this will be a five part. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I remember when you told me that you had been experiencing pain in your chest and down your arm. And that freaked me out. And I was like, if you were to call at the time we were with Kaiser, right? Can I say yep, that? Yeah, Kaiser, yeah. All right. Shout um, out to Ka Kaiser, was great. Kaiser I know was Kaiser great. Kaiser was excellent. At the time, I was like, if you were to call Kaiser, like the nurse triage line, they would tell you to come in right away because anytime you say you're having trouble breathing, you're feeling pain in your chest, you're having a weird feeling and sensation in your arms, like they're going to be thinking like heart issue or something cardiovascular, you know, like a stroke, a heart attack, whatever. So I pulled up to your job because I was on my way to work and I had to pass her job. I remember that. I pulled that. up to your job and I was like, come on, get in a car, let's go. We're going to the hospital. And we went. We got there, they wanted to run labs that had to do a checking, basically the status of your heart. Mm -hmm. And then we had that amazing, you know, black male doctor. I need to remember his name. But he was like, have you been feeling any kind of stress lately? And at the time your job was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, that, was, that was a tough one. And I forget why we were sticking it out. The insurance was great. The insurance was great. Kaiser Platinum is the best insurance I've ever had in life. And we granted, I, I needed every bit of it. That's true. Every bit of the platinum I needed uh, <laughs> above the platinum plan. But yeah, it was just. I think it was for the insurance. I'm like, you keep your job because you want to make money. You want to save. Were, were we married at the time? We were yes. about to get married. We were married. Like you, you know, we're just trying to. Yeah. 
But he was like, are you feeling stressed? And I was like, he's actually very stressed at his job right now. Yes, that could be a part of it. And then he asked if you had had any anxiety in the past, remember? Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, yeah, when I was a child. But everybody was like, oh, stop acting crazy, boy. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, okay, so history of anxiety. And then... And it's you know what's crazy even in that? Like, you don't even know... I didn't know what I had all my life until it's like, have you ever... Exp-? When he asked that, I'm just like, well... What do you mean you didn't know what you had on your life? Like, to even hear anxiety so much. I feel like the word is, like, played out. I wish I had something else for people who, you know, Mm -hmm. literally go to the doctor and get diagnosed and not just say that they're dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Um, No shade. Um, But for him to have, like, asked, like, have you ever had it before? I'm like, oh, I've had this all my life. And then just to not recognize it because I was told so much, he just acting crazy. Are you just doing too much? Like, mm-hmm. he, he goes to sleep and he wakes up and, you know, he just acting crazy. Even though it's, like, a panic attack, I feel like I'm in underwater mm-hmm. in a dream and can't wake up. But I know that I am, you know, alive and in the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you, you know, just, I don't know, just to look back and think about it is, like, it's triggering. Mm-hmm. within itself it's just like dang i was walking around here young yeah. with something on me and not able to fully i don't know if it's express or have somebody understand what it is and just dealing with that so it just became like suppressed for decades yeah but go ahead i'm sorry i don't mean to throw no, you off even but that's when we just first the, started dating you would have like I don't know because I don't fully know the difference between like a panic attack or a what's the other one? Anxiety, anxiety attack. attack. Mm-hmm. But I remember you would like get up and walk around. You'd be pacing a lot, mm-hmm. or you would just like kind of go silent. Like it was like you were zoned out. So it was yeah. like one minute you're there and you're present, and the next you're like just there, just enough to where it's like okay, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but it, it was obvious that you weren't like processing stuff. Yeah. Um, so even those were like, you know, I don't know how often you had that before we were dating, but I was like there to witness that and we didn't really think to go to the doctor for it. Mm-hmm. Now that I think True. about it. And True. I'm me, I'm me, I'm me, a whole nurse. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. Okay. So basically the doctor was like, you know, if it turns out that it is anxiety, depression, like we have like a screening system, a whole clinic, depression clinic, and they'll set you up with a treatment plan and raw therapy if necessary, if meds are necessary, then, you know, you'll be with like a psychiatrist or a psych mental health nurse mm-hmm, practitioner mm-hmm. Uh, which is what we ended up with um, and you know we'll just go from there and I remember the screening questions they called you like shortly after we were leaving the hospital that mm-hmm. day you did the stress test which was not the best experience because the people in there were not very sensitive I remember that I thought it, they were trying to stress me out in this I thought it was like a part of it. I'm like oh maybe I just ignore it and then after I came out you're like nah bro that's not a part of it and I said okay unacceptable I wish I had been in there with you but yeah, people, people just have to do better. When yeah, being yeah, that was a trash people. experience. Yeah. It was like they were making fun of me, and I could see the reflection of them in the, like, while I was on, like, the treadmill. That's horrible. Mind you, at this time, I was, like, you know, my biggest weight, it was about 364. At that time? Yeah, so. You mean real transparent. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and then, I know I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Okay, so then we're leaving the hospital, and the depression clinic calls, they do the screening, and they're like, okay, have you ever had um, trauma in your past? Okay, have you ever had abuse in this form, in this form, in this form? Have you ever been on meds? Have you ever been diagnosed? Have you ever, like, it was like all these questions. Mm-hmm. And I think even that, you were answering them, but you were like, because the questions are very straightforward. 
So there's yeah. no like, hey, some of this might be triggering. Right. But we're going right, to go right, ahead and pray right. into your childhood traumas and the things you're struggling with now as a whole adult. So are you ready? Let's jump in. No, it was like right. Well, I'm only. It was just. It was just a lot, and you were like, "Okay." What if that, that, that they like, what, what, "What if this was my last straw? What if this was it? What if this is it? And you coming over here calling me, giving me all this? Y'all know I need the help, and you calling asking this." But yeah. So they were like, "Okay, well, here's what we recommend, and that's what we got set up." And I forget. I guess they assigned you this therapist, and we we stuck with them. Mm-hmm. He was all right. He was cool. I, I he was cool just for the fact of just like being able like okay I'm in therapy. I did it. I feel like I broke something by starting therapy. by starting therapy. Mm-hmm. I broke the ceiling for me as a black man in America. I I'm here. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think I stuck with him in the beginning just because I ain't want to go to nobody else. I'm like I'm here. Mm-hmm. He close to the house. Mm-hmm. It just it just is you know what it is. Yeah. And I remember I was there for what two sessions. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and I think my only issue was sometimes at the end he would crack into stuff that was like deeply rooted. Like, okay, this is some hardcore stuff we're trying to talk about now. We ain't got but ten minutes left. How right, you gonna and then he just leave me open, and it would just be like yeah. an open wound. Yeah, and you coming home to me? Yeah, shut down. That was and, definitely and, trash. And yeah. I was like, so I think the first time I was there, I was like, hey, you know, I noticed sometimes, <laughs> and then he, but he was good. He was like, okay, yeah, you know, we can definitely work on that. Like, just you know, bringing some closure to some of the topics that we discussed or having some follow-up. Uh-huh. Not assignments, but, you know, because I'm like, this this is not working for um, our household. We're yeah. newlyweds, and this supposed to be helping, and it's like, I don't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, what do you call it? Trauma aftermath? Sorry, if y'all hear Putin, that's this little baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't want them to think it's me. Um, yeah, so, so that was the first experience with therapy. So then fast forward to 2018, no, 2019, we've moved more inland, you know, so out of LA County. We're more inland now, and we are pregnant with our first child. And coming towards the end of your, what would you call that six month period where you had the therapy and the meds and the check in with the psych and P and stuff? Mm-hmm. The pro- she called it like a program. program. We didn't even know we were in a program. Health program, yeah. I graduated, though, y'all, though. I graduated. Yeah flying colors i got my gold tassels and everything (laughs) yeah you um brian told me he was like i stopped the medications lord have mercy every time i think about that like the, the my head hurts again i do not i'm sure everybody knows do not stop your meds without the help of your doctor because i was feeling so good i just stopped cold turkey but for like two three weeks it felt like my world was turning upside down not emotionally it felt like my brain was flipping and like i'd had no equilibrium if that's the right way of saying it like i had no balance so getting out the car i'm like oof i could pass out sitting getting back in i'm like oof what is going on? But then after those weeks passed, it was all good. Yeah. I remember the lady said she, well, I don't know if she told us that she we, she wished we would have told her or like we were supposed to go like, you know, you come out half the milligram each time like to get off. We don't have a problem with you getting off of it, mm-hmm. but at least let, let somebody know. But dang, that was a stupid decision. No, I don't think it was stupid. Uh, and we'll talk about this on part two. Okay. But yeah, because you weren't the one who had to break it to her. <laughs> you weren't the one who was having the conversation <laughs> and explaining, actually, Ryan's no longer on the medication. So, and that he's likely so not going to get back on them. Right, so, what right. would you like to advise right, me right. forward? 
but we'll say but she part was two. okay got, got yeah, it go ahead go ahead two, i don't want this to be too long all right y'all well tune in for part two we talk about the meds okay gotcha well thank you for tuning in to another episode of step to me and stuff is are we really ending right there are you that was our thing that was our whole thing no but we got into like a whole nother thing just now oh that's what it's gonna be like five parts all right it's only 15 minutes only 15 we could talk another five what's what what else did we have i thought we had some all other things i don't want to meds was that mm-hmm. initially we were not open to the meds at all when we Correct. first started dating you said that some doctor had tried to put you on meds i forget why do you remember that no and you were like should i flush them down the toilet and i was like whatever you want i support you what meds was that does sound familiar i don't remember oh i remember i don't want well do i don't know because they were like was it for no 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 no. it was like a sleeping med they thought i was like okay you need to sleep better because that's why you're acting like crazy or whatever but it was giving me dreams of like demons dragging me out the wall wait why did you get those meds or what made you go to the doctor that would give you those meds what how did you end up there it was the same thing. I was having the same symptoms. Not the same symptoms. I don't... I, was it the same symptoms? No. It was like a regular checkup. Mm-hmm. And then we were discussing, like, um, what was wrong with me, whatever. I was like, okay, let's just try this. And we were just okay. like, okay. Okay. But it wasn't like a... They didn't run tests or anything. Oh, okay. So he gave you the sleeping men. So Correct. that's what you were asking me about. Correct. So, to, to be honest, I don't, I don't even know if I remember what you... All I know is you said, what? You don't want to be on meth? You ain't got to do nothing. You want to do, baby boy. I got crazy, you. Crazy. I got you. Flush crazy. Them don't let these doctors tell you to put... Like, that was what I was saying. Then, and we talked a little bit about this before, but then had to talk with one of my girlfriends who battles depression and she's winning and she talked to me about her medication regimen and I was like oh I did not know that you were on meds and she was so casual about it she was like yeah girl it's just a part of it's just a part of it and at the time she was engaged and she was like he knows about it you know and it took me a while to find the correct what combination or something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. she's like but now it's a game changer and I was like really tell me more we had a whole conversation about it and I'm so glad we did because I think that allowed me to be more open which allowed you to be more open because I don't know if you wanted to but didn't feel comfortable telling me or what but I feel like after that we were like okay we can try it and if we don't like it then we will no longer be on it right but we'll try it right and it was a game changer because you think said it, how I think did you describe it no it was what what you did you one time really well you described how the meds what they did like it's not that it just made everything great but it right like, it's like oh this is what it feels like to be normal like i feel to- like i can make decisions like it's just it just feels like i have like a, a new what's it called not a new playing field but like a new i have a a line what's it called baseline i have a new base i have a baseline i'm like okay this is what it feels like i can build upon this because everything else before that just felt super in the water deep waves sometimes and then sometimes i'm on land and then boom ta-da you're back in the water swim 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 back on land good luck find a towel to dry off we don't have any towels dry with the sand that's oh. what it felt like it just that that's what life that's relatable <laughs> if you've ever been, i know exactly what that feels like in like real life not in mental yes health life. Yeah. gotcha and that's how we ended up looking for a therapist again because you were like i can feel it again that's, I remember now. You were like, now that I can feel everything again, I want to go through therapy not numb. Yeah. And, you know, I do want to add this just because we're talking about, like, medication and whatnot. I think it's super important. 
Well, one, I wish that people had more better access to healthcare. We all do, mm -hmm. just in the sense of like the type of doctor that you get, the type of care mm -hmm. that you get, the hospitals, you know, whatever. Because like, um, you know, there was a time that I didn't have like great like insurance, and they were like, I would come and I'm like trying to explain it or trying to almost be open but still not ready, mm -hmm. and they would just like throw medications. Mm -hmm. But um, when I got better insurance or better educated. I'll just mm -hmm. say it like that. It's like, okay, yes, these we have these questions for you. Mm -hmm. We want you to come in and like to do a physical like and whatnot. We want to grab your history. We also want to do blood work on it just so like mm -hmm. we know like, hey, you know, like will this affect you in any, you know, yeah. other type of, you know, way. So like if blood you Blood work's important. Yeah. So like if you don't have, um, you know. I don't know like I, I guess I'm trying to say just for anybody who's listening like you know make sure like somehow you advocate for yourself like okay this is my family history or like hey can we do blood work and get me like a what is it called like when you do a full line of blood work like, like they're panel. tested a full panel of like the blood work to see like what would work you know for me mm -hmm. just to do that and not just taking anything that they just like throw just because they're so used to everybody or every person you know yeah that's coming because when I was going to the doctors first it was just like I'm in the you know for lack of uh, not not even what, what is the real word I'm in places where they would call like the hood or it's the ghetto it's like you going to a clinic or something like that and then you know a, you know after that girl you being real loud all right but then after that you know I'm we in the suburbs where we're you know out and about where I get to be Kaiser Platinum things are covered what do you need you know it's free so all that yeah, and I say the blood work's important because that's how we discovered that your vitamin D was low and they said that mm -hmm. greatly affects mood right so a part of the medications was like a high dosage of vitamin D which after I think like 30 days then became like an over-the-counter right dosage of right it. so that played a big difference that and that also told us oh we need to get outside and get in the sun more right we noticed that helped um, and yeah. then you're able to pick up habits that better associate you know like what you need for your body like specifically like we know that we you should be outside every day yeah you mm -hmm. should be in the sun but it's like just to hear it it's just like different i don't know how to explain it but like in my heart <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. yeah yeah i needed that thanks in my mind i'm like okay this is just something that we do now yeah like, like, like to, validates it yeah like what you already sure. know you need to be doing it's like no this will impact your mental health it does have an effect you're not going outside for a week or you just going to work at home and church and work at home and church mm -hmm. and not doing anything for yourself it will affect you Mm -hmm. mentally hormonally like all that stuff there's something else i was going to say about the meds i don't remember but yeah oh because we didn't really wrap up how you got off the meds okay and then why we found we'll that, we needed that one to be next time again. thank you for tuning into this episode of Stoke <laughs> to be the Stokes with brian lamar stokes and ariana stokes remember with love faith honesty and respect we'll, we'll get, get through, through anything. anything we'll see you guys soon i remembered it child